Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Coming up, we tell you all about the cool things we got to do this week at Walt Disney World, including what happened at the at, uh, ha, ha, what happened at the Magic Kingdom's 45th anniversary celebration. You see, I recovered. Uh, we have a mini review of Art Smith's Homecoming, and we tell you what we thought of the new Muppet Show at the Magic Kingdom. All that plus news. Roundtable Rapid Fire, and Steve Porter comes to us live from the Magic Kingdom. From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged, episode 911, for the week of October 4th, 2016. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. Let the experts at Dreams Unlimited Travel help you plan the perfect Disney, Universal, Cruise, or Adventures by Disney vacation. www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. My name is John Magi, and I will be your host. Uh, Pete is taking some time off to get caught up on some work. Uh, much needed uh, time off, I think. And I am lucky to be joined at the roundtable this week. By Teresa Eccles. Say something. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Say something. That's your cue. Kevin Close. Hi, everyone. Oliver Green. Hello. Corey Martin. Just happy to be here. And back in our production facility, we have associate producer Rhino Clavin. Hello. And producer Craig Williams. Hello. Everybody, again, welcome to the show. So happy to be here. So happy to be hosting you. Um, as you can tell, I'm a little rusty, so that's why I messed up the beginning, but hopefully none of you noticed until I pointed it out just now. Um, we've got a really, really full show. The, the gang did a lot this week at Walt Disney World. Yeah, Teresa did nothing, as usual. So let's get started. Let's jump right into it. Let's do a little bit of housekeeping. We're going to start off with um, talking about the other shows we do, our other podcasts, and I'm going to start. Every Monday, we do the Dreams Unlimited Travel podcast. This past week, uh, Tracy Heinrichs talked about her stay at the Fort Wilderness Cabins and talked a little bit about how it would be appropriate for folks who might have been to Walt Disney World several times and are looking for a little bit of a different vacation. And coming up next Monday is the first part of a two-part series where Kevin and I talk about our Anthem of the Seas vacation. So I'm excited to bring you that and all the information. with great drama. Anthem of the Seas. (laughs) I'll have to tune in and see what happens. Actually, it was the Rhapsody of the Seas. We don't go on the, the anthem. The ra- anthem of Rhapsody of the Seas. Thank God, Craig. <laughs> uh, thank God, uh, I was thinking, I was on that cruise, right? This is, this is the Rhapsody was, of the uh, Seas. Yeah. Good thing Craig can edit things after the fact. That's our first. That's yeah, our I'm f- sure that's what he's going to spend his time on. This is our third edit so well, far, by the way, in case you're keeping track. We're less than five minutes in the show, so we still have time to stop. No, we are not going to stop. Um, I apologize. It will be about our vacation on the Rhapsody of the Seas. We went to the Greek Isles, so we're very so excited. Sure I just fact-checked that statement. You did. In real time, no less. All right, so let's talk about the other shows that are going up. And let's start with Rhino. Rhino, tell us about your show this week. Um, this week we're doing. Um, we did a makeup tutorial with Steve Porter as my uh, my uh, person. <laughs> that I put He's make- Myrna Loy now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and we're going to be continuing that with another, a little bit more gruesome uh, makeup tutorial with a little bit of wounds and um, 
uh, bruises and stuff like that to elevate your Halloween costume. Uh, who's and, that going to be on? Uh, Steve again. Is that, did yeah. you just like throw him down the stairs yeah. for that one? Well, it was fun when I was like... Stand against the stairs. I, 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 I put it all on and then I was like, you know, but you have to rip blanched. this off. It's like a Band-Aid that's going to take some skin with it too. And he, <laughs> It was a nice little reaction he had at the end, but it was cool. It's fun. But yeah, there's that. And then I'm working on a uh, how to build the book from Hocus Pocus. Well, cool. with that, oh, well, hopefully, oh, depending yeah. on weather, that'll go out this week. But All if right. there's some weather, I can't get to it till next so week. So that's on Diz Pop, mm-hmm. and we will definitely have a show Friday, correct? Yes, sir. Excellent. Oh, wait. You're going to build the book. Give it to me for Christmas after you build it, okay? Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, what? I'm just going <laughs> give me something. I might as well be something I want. <laughs> oh, this has gone south so fast. Thank you, Rhino. Craig, why don't you tell us about the Universal Edition, which is every Thursday. Yes. On the Diz Unplugged. It is uh, this week. Rhino and Oliver will be talking about uh, the Universal Studios Hollywood Halloween Horror Nights. Was I not talking at all there? No, you were. Oh, you were okay. just loudly in my ear. Oh, oh sorry. Because I was breathing in heavily before each one. Yeah, so they'll be doing a comparison event versus our event. Sniffling. Um, I hear sniffling. And that, microphone. of course, that of course is if the weather is okay. Because if people aren't aware, there is a hurricane that is coming Swing. off the coast of Florida. Yep, we're going to talk about the hurricane a so, little bit. So. Yeah, it may or may not happen. We're not pre-recording it. So it's either going to go out live or it'll be the week after. Okay. And that's that. Excellent. I think you should do a hurricane episode. I, I want to put Rhino in the park to see if his hair moves. You know, in the wind, it won't <laughs> go in. I have special emergency hurricane hair care products ready to go. Dippity doo. All right, thank you, Craig. What about uh, talk a little bit about connecting with Walt? Okay, wasn't prepared for that. I'm going to talk about the one that I have up first. Okay, uh, on Mondays, the Disneyland edition is released at some point in time, or it's live on Sunday nights on Mixler. And in some episode, apparently Nancy Johnson has some tips for visiting Disneyland with non-Disney fans. So there's that. Now I can get that. I have the Connecting with Walt one right here. Yeah. There you go. Thank you. (laughs) I had it open. Um, I appreciate that. Is this our hurricane episode? (laughs) Maybe this is the one that's all problems. I'm very flustered today. A lot of stuff going on right before we got started. My head's feeling very light. Um, (laughs) It's an edible arrangement. I have to just rip it. Rip it. I'm sorry. Just rip the cookie. (laughs) In case you aren't aware, we're all very distracted because Kevin is trying to get into a cookie. (laughs) As you do. Cut to the cookie. A live show. He got the cookie. I got you a cookie. You got me a cookie. Okay. So my blood sugar is dropping. Yeah. Well, my blood pressure is rising. So. Okay, so here is the official synopsis that Michael wrote for it. Not me. I am reading it word for word for <laughs> Um Connecting with Walt returns every Friday in October. Look for the season opener on Friday, October 7th, when Michael and I celebrate two anniversaries, the 45th anniversary of Walt Disney World and the first anniversary of Connecting with Walt. To celebrate, we will examine the history of Magic Kingdom's Fantasyland, the home of the characters of the animated films responsible for Walt Disney's success in their realm most closely associated with it. Corey is just laughing. I can't concentrate despite looking at the phone. And, of course, just a reminder that Connecting with Walt is now on its own iTunes feed, separate from the Disney World show, so be sure to subscribe if you want to get the new episodes and previous episodes, and links to that will be in this uh, this week's show notes, and then it'll be all over the place on Friday, so you'll have no problem finding it, but you won't find it in the Disney World feed anymore, 
So there is that. And, um, Can you write it like that? Congratulations. <laughs> no, I, that's why mine was much more conversational. Well, that's all the time we have for. Thank you for watching. And, of course, uh, we, we need to say thank you to Michael. Yes. yes. And congratulations for his one year on his podcast. Yep. Yeah. Sent us a very nice mm-hmm. edible arrangement. Which I think Kevin is digging into as we speak. No, it's still the cookie. Still the cookie. <laughs> there we go. Oh, man, it's really, really bad. Um, you tell we... people we're on the wrong ship. Leave my cookie alone. We were on the wrong ship. Um, before we move on to other housekeeping, I want to mention to folks watching: uh, we are we are recording this uh, on Tuesday, and as of right now, we're keeping an eye on Hurricane Matthew which, uh, according to the latest projection, is going to be off the coast of Florida. Um, If you're coming to Walt Disney World, you should not be affected by the hurricane, but um, you might get some winds and some rain from the outer bands. However, if you are on a Disney cruise or planning a Disney cruise, please be very careful. Watch the weather. Uh, Check DisneyCruise.com. If you are a client of Dreams Unlimited Travel, we will try to keep you informed as well, as there is actually one itinerary change already, and we're watching as the Disney Dream comes into port on Friday. So just be aware of that. Um, Disney World should be fine. It's anything that might be associated with a cruise coming into the port. This also, just so you know, we, li- we who live here in Florida understand this, this could also mean nothing. Mm-hmm. We might have the worst rain possible, mm-hmm. but again, it's very possible the weather map has changed two or three times yeah. in the last 24 hours, so we might not get anything. It might just miss us completely. Hopefully, true? yeah. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. I'm still buying fine. hurricane chocolate, just in case. Just in case. <laughs> Is it wrong that I kind of, I'm kind of excited by it, because it's my first one, like first you know, big we, one. Everyone else seems really worried about it, and I'm kind of like, woo, let's in, see what it's like. In Louisiana, we would throw hurricane parties. Like oh. when we were in college, we'd, you know, make hurricanes. and It's Ollie's it's first like time. Big, That's so sweet. Yeah. And this, in this particular one, you shouldn't be worried about anything bad happening. So okay. I think it's fine to... Sort of have fun. You know those really bad thunderstorms we get? Yes. They could last longer. Oh, okay. <laughs> longer than the 20 minutes. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Uh, anybody have anything else in housekeeping? I do, yes. Um, I would Over. just like to remind everyone about uh, Patreon. So I know Pete spoke about it last week. Um, and it is going to be launching today. So Patreon is a service that is used by uh, podcasters, YouTubers, uh, essentially people like us. Uh, and it's a service in which... Uh, you can use it to support the people that you watch and listen to uh, through a monthly contribution. Uh, it's completely optional, and absolutely nothing is going to change if you don't give. Uh, you'll still get all the content that you, you're used to getting at the same schedule schedule um, for whatever you know whatever it is you're going to be watching so if you do want to reach out though and support us uh, and you will get rewarded for that with some a few little fun digital things if you do uh, support us through patreon uh, you can do that by going over to patreon.com slash diz unplugged or you can head over head on over to disunplugged.com and there's going to be a banner there that's right yep right cool on the Diz Unplugged board and yes. also disunplugged.com on the right side bottom. awesome and after the show yeah after the show it's going to be going live what is the first – when are we planning for the first content? The first content? Oh, see, there's going to be some spoilers. There is. No, no, I don't want to hear what you're playing. When is it going to be? The Is it immediate? Like if like, someone as as after the show – as, as, When is it going live? Yeah. Yeah, immediately. So as soon as the show is finished, whatever time that is, I'm going to click the button here and we're going to go live. And special content will be live then? Throughout wow. the day. So it will be – yeah, I'll be uploading throughout today. So if you're, if you're quicker than I am uh, – signing up than I am uh, uploading it just check back in an hour or two and you'll see some stuff I have a question is it like a monthly thing or you have to one time and you get all the content or do you have to keep paying to get 
so it's it is a monthly thing it's a regular thing so and there will be new stuff every month there's nothing stopping you from you're not contracted or anything like that that you can you know stop paying at any point if you want and that's fine you'll still receive all the stuff you do now you just won't get that bonus my mother got so mad (laughs) and then the collection agency would call (laughs) (laughs) she had a flashback okay there's not gonna be patreon loan sharks like (laughs) coming around to take your tv all right thank you oliver anybody else with anything in housekeeping surely we must have more in housekeeping i got a clean house uh-huh. all right there you go clean nice it up for the hurricane all right so we're gonna go to the news and i'm gonna stall for a minute while Teresa takes a big sip of water <laughs> and Teresa's actually gonna read the news for me today so take it away Teresa. all righty please let there not be any giant words that i can't pronounce okay <laughs> Trailer released for new. Excuse me. Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Trailer released for newest Pirates of the Caribbean film. The first trailer for Pirates of the Caribbean: Dead Men Tell No Tales has been released. See how I do that? I'm a bit more dramatic than you do. The storyline for this (laughs) installment. This will be the longest news ever. (laughs) It feels like a really bad audiobook recording. (laughs) Did you notice how short I made the story? Audiobooks for a living. Okay. The storyline for this installment centers on the villainous Captain Salazar, who leads a horde of deadly ghost pirates out of the Devil's Triangle on a mission to kill every pirate at sea. To save himself, the down-on-luck Captain Jack Sparrow must find the artifact known as Trident of, Pos- of the Poseidon, which grants its wielder dominion over the sea. The fifth film is franchise hits theaters May 26, 2017. Okay, that was a... Did you watch... Anybody watch the trailer? Did I did, yeah. I did, too. I, I, thought, I liked the music in it a lot. Uh, I, I, there you I go. don't know. Got me excited. <laughs> that, that, there you go. <laughs> That's what they were going for. That's oh, it. look, he'll buy the CD. Some, yeah. Something about the look of it, it was very... It had the same kind of feel as whenever the first movie came out. At yeah. least that's what I got. Like, the you know, it, were you excited about? It? Is that the way? It I don't want to say I'm excited about it, but it looks like. I mean, with the the directing change coming, I feel like they're gonna start getting back to more roots of what the first movie was like. Well, uh, Will Turner's in this one too. Was the best. Was the one where he still. walked around in front of the white screen the whole time? This is the fifth one. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I think I've only seen one. Wow. What? Kevin has the weirdest way of describing movies. Do you remember the one where he walked through like a white screen all the time? He was on the... I've not got a clue. I thought you were talking about the the third one whenever he was... He was dead, quote unquote. He was sort of on the white beach. We do have a bench in our living room from um, a Pirates of the Caribbean movie. It was a a set piece. Oh, that's cool. In your living room? It's interesting. Excellent. Thank you for that attempt at making the story relevant, Kevin. <laughs> Teresa. <laughs> All right. Walt Disney World celebrates 45th anniversary with new discounts for annual pass holders. Walt Disney World is offering a few additional perks for its annual pass holders to celebrate the 45th anniversary of the Walt Disney World Resort. Beginning October 2nd, which was the other day, anyone who purchases an annual pass by January 3rd, 2017, will get an extra month on their passes, 13 months for the price of 12. Pass holders will also receive 20% off food and non-alcoholic beverages at 45 restaurants across property. Included restaurants are not just table service, but several quick service locations as well. This discount is good through September 30th, 2017, Corey. Mm, Excited awesome, about that? great. All right. In addition to the dining discount listed above, select table service restaurants will be offering 10% off food and non-alcoholic beverages. Pass holders will also receive 20% off purchases at Disney-owned and operated merchandise locations. These dining and merchandise discounts are permitted 
are permanent and will continue even after the 45th anniversary year ends. That's uh-huh. awesome. That is awesome. Anyone else get the feeling that they're doing away with tables in Wonderland? I hope not because that includes alcohol. Alcohol, yeah. That's a big mm. thing. For you? This feels like it well, might be a substitution people, yeah. for tables in Wonderland. Uh, I don't necessarily think that, but I do feel like they probably heard a good amount of feedback coming from people that it is kind of crappy that they don't offer even like a quick service discount and uh you know that's one of the best perks of universal is that they lump all their discounts right into their uh, annual pass so it i'm sure disney did hear that feedback that there needs to be more discounts which which they do because you know with with some of the quick service options at walt disney world uh the the quality remains the same or worse but the prices continually keep going up and i think as you know, as time goes on, annual pass holders are having less and less reasons to actually go and eat at these quick service restaurants on property. Uh, not this, the same doesn't go with table service, obviously, and that's why tables in Wonderland will continue to thrive. But um, you know, I, I probably would never eat quick service on property if it wasn't for the fact that we needed to cover it for the. the I also think Disney might be seeing. We've heard about how bookings are down. Attendance is down. This is a way to bring annual pass holders back, back into, into the, the park. park and yeah. it's a f- they might even be seeing that in restaurant bookings. Maybe this is a way to bring uh, pass holders back into restaurants and things like that. We do eat quick service a lot, and it's expensive for a family of four. Yeah. Considering what you're getting, like chicken nuggets and, and, a, and a hamburger like with fries, and then you add drinks to it. Like, you know, you're looking at $40. So I think with and the, that's this, reasonable. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. That's reasonable. Um, but I think with this annual pass hold discount, I mean, I'll, I'll look forward to it. I think it's, I think it's needed. A little upset that um, you have to buy your annual pass in this window to get the extra month because we just renewed ours a couple of months ago. But mine yeah. falls in that window. Does it? That's yep. good. So that kind of perturbed me. But we did get a chance to use it at um, – we got the 20% discount at Art Smith's. So Homecoming. Homecoming, mm-hmm. so that was a nice surprise. Yeah, I used it at Deluxe actually on Saturday night, and it, for the first time, I actually felt like I got my full money's worth out of it at Deluxe. Seriously, yeah. Stella and Kelvin and I ate there last week, and it was like seventy bucks for the three of us. Yeah, Kylie Which and I we was a little each, pricey. We each got a hamburger. We shared fries, and then she wanted a fountain beverage, and it was only ended up only being like twenty three dollars. That's good, and that's I consider that reasonable for the quality of the food. Um, before we said it was on the high side, but that that twenty percent off makes a, a big difference. It does all right, Teresa. All right, and our third and final news story. Hold on to your hats, Corey. Two new offers released this week for Walt Disney World because he has two hats. My hats. (laughs) Walt Disney World just released two new discounts available for those looking to visit in early 2017. The first, Play, Stay, and Dine, is a package discount advertising up to $500 off a five-night, six-day Walt Disney Travel Company room ticket and dining plan package for a family of four at select Walt Disney World resorts. This discount is valid for most st- for stays most nights, January 1st through March 7th of 2017. Quick service dining plan is included with value resort stays. The regular Disney dining plan is included with stays at moderate deluxe or deluxe villa hotels and must be booked by 12-21-16. The second discount advertises savings up to 25% off when booking a room-only reservation at select Walt Disney World resorts. It is available for stays most nights, January 1st, 17 through 4 8 17 in a standard room and must be booked by December 21st of 2016. Um, believe it or not, 
this is actually a really good discount. Um, I helped out one of our agents with one of her clients and saved uh, their client, her client $1,000 on a five-night stay wow. at wow. Animal yeah. Kingdom. And oh. she had two rooms, so that was $1,000 a room. So this is actually a pretty good discount and sort of surprising for the time of year that they're offering it. But It's good. Yeah. I mean, cool, if you're cool, cool. planning on traveling, it's not really a um, big travel time for a lot of folks because of schools. Um, and the other thing we found with this discount was they are yielding the rates night to night. So while the 25% off was available during weeknights or the weekends, it was not the full 25% off. But still, there was a discount. So That's cool. Go out there and save some money. And I want to thank you, John, for not putting anything really controversial in the news. Oh, really? Because I tend to go that way, you know, when I'm you do. talking here on the show. So let's just keep it cool. Yeah, really. Kevin. I wanted to make sure that you couldn't... Fine. You can keep, keep it calm, close. Couldn't spark controversy. So I kept it nice and bland. And that will do it for the news. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you for closing out the news. I appreciate that. Before we move on to Roundtable Rapid Fire, uh, we're going to talk to our very own Steve Porter, who is in the Magic Kingdom at this very moment. Um, looks scruffy. Oh, hi, Steve. Hey, guys. I don't, know, I don't know if you can hear me. We the, can. Your sound just went out. We hear you great. Can you hear us? Now I can hear you. Yep. Excellent. How's Animal Kingdom? <laughs> It's like a Verizon <laughs> The Muppets are right behind me right now, so hopefully you can hear me. Um, but, uh, yeah, they're doing their little performance right now. It's a pretty cute show, but it does kind of back up this whole, I don't know if you can see, but all of Liberty Square is basically packed with people. So they're kind of telling people to go around into Fantasyland or around to Adventureland because it basically blocks off the whole bridge area. I mean, there's some people that are squeaking through, but... Um, I don't know. I, I think it's a cute show, but it kind of blocks everything off. I know Craig saw it. Uh, Craig, what did you think? Oh, I loved it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's definitely really fun. This is actually the second show that I saw. Uh, the first one is like all about Paul Revere, and now they're doing uh, the Declaration of Independence. So it's kind of cool that they have different shows. That, you know, if you're here for all day, you can kind of see a different show each time. They don't just keep repeating the same one over and over again. So give, give us a little bit about what the show is. Is it just the Muppets coming out and talking to you, or is there other stuff? Yeah, so the first show that I saw was with Paul Revere, and there's actually an actual person that's a cast member that kind of directs the show, um, and they do the story of Paul Revere, and then obviously the Muppets kind of get it all wrong, and Miss Piggy, you know, think it's, it's Paula Revere, and she thinks she's the star of the show. Um, so it's kind of a cute spin on American history. Um, and it's pretty fun. I know they're in the middle of the other one that I haven't really seen yet, but I think it's all about the Declaration of Independence. Um, and I'm sure, again, it's the Muppets kind of doing their fun spin on the whole thing. Um, so I think it's kind of a cute addition, and it's kind of fun because Liberty Square, you know, besides Haunted Mansion, doesn't really have much to it uh, for form of entertainment. Um, so I'm, I'm, I think it's a good addition. Uh, I know some Michael Bowling doesn't seem to love it on social media, but... I think it's a good, good, uh, good He's busy getting, getting ready for the new season. What? He's busy What's getting it? ready for the new season. <laughs> so, Craig, you I'm had something you yeah. wanted to say. So I'll, I'll go in a little bit more depth with it. Uh, so, yeah, there are two actual shows from uh, The Muppets Present Great Moments in American History. As Steve said, one of them is Paul Revere. 
Yeah, they're yelling right now about no King George. Um, Oliver loves this show. No Steve Porter. Actually do no Steve Porter. Steve Porter. <laughs> when I saw this, I wondered what you yeah, felt this, about Yeah, it's really good. Is they, it hurtful? No, no. Not is, it all, no. is it too soon? <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, so, there's, uh, there's one version with Paul Revere, and that's the story of Paul Revere. That one's the Muppets only, so you won't see anything else. And then this other show that's happening right now, it's telling the story of the Declaration of Independence along with uh, the town choir, the town crier, JJ. Uh, so you have a little bit extra interaction. JJ, so, just so people know. I um, wondered what you, the town choir was. If you, have, uh, if you have the My Disney Experience app, and you see times for this show, uh, the ones in there are only for Declaration of Independence. The Paul Revere show will happen throughout the day, unscheduled. Well, they have the schedule, and cast members will tell you what it is. Are these freestanding characters, or are they on they're, It's actual puppets. Yeah, they're yeah, not on the windows. Yeah. So they're in the windows. Yeah, they're they're yeah. not out on a the stage. They're no. right above the Heritage House. Do you, can you see past Steve Porter right there? See those three windows up there? Yeah, there we go. That's if you also look above his head. Steve, it's a good thing you were there. If you look above his head. Look above his head. Where Craig is. Sam Eagle is actually up there for the Declaration of Independence show. Oh, that's so, awesome. And then they kind of they pull out a little bit with it where they're like, okay, well, now everyone, let's go to Hall of Presidents to try to yeah. drum up some crowds for that. I love the fact when you described uh, Liberty Square as having nothing to do. <laughs> right. You know, the fact that Hall of Presidents is there. He forgot about that. Yeah. Steve, what else is going on? Is the park crowded today? Uh, it's not. It's actually really, uh, there's not that many people. I think it's because the there's a party tonight. And so it kind of clears up midday here when there's a party at night because the day guests kind of realize that they have to leave soon, but the party guests haven't got here yet. So I've noticed like pretty short lines. I think Buzz was at 20 minutes or something like that. So that's really not too bad. Excellent. All right. Yep. Steve, thank you so much for giving this live report and for pointing at the windows. You did an excellent job. <laughs> Bye, Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye, Steve. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Can I just ask? Why, why, when Steve's on there, are we all nice to him and just ask him something really easy? When I do it, I have to go around and look like a fool. Did you, did you have that voice? Oh, okay. <laughs> We're, we still, like Steve. we're still bitter about the British. That's yeah. right. Oh, you'd love that. Our feelings yeah. are still hurt. Hey, I do have to throw it. This show is very popular. People are it loving is. it. Um, I it can is. tell you, I watched your video, and I thought it was, first of <laughs> I all, did too. I thought it was really yeah. well done. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't just stupid, oh, yeah. the puppets were in the window. It was, like, really Not the video, corny. but the show, right? Is what you like. No, the video was well done as oh, well. Okay. Craig does an excellent job. No, I, but, it's, it's clogging up the area, and I think that's the best thing that could happen, because... Um, it, it really shows how much like the Muppets are actually wanted at Walt Disney World, even though they've gotten ignored very heavily. I also think it goes back to old Disney. Yes, yeah. it feels very old Disney. It feels very old it. Disney that mm. places that were unused were used. Do you know what I mean? There was something around every corner, it seems. And, also and this one, is a return to that sort of... The one we have on the site, the, the gentleman... JJ is actually singing a song and performing. Yep. So it's not just the Muppets popping out, popping out of windows and mm-hmm. talking. It's all this whole story. I think it's great. Yeah, I thought it was just going to be like one window and one Muppet when I, when I watched your video and it was like over here and over there and I'm thinking, oh, that was kind of exciting. I was doing the same thing because I was with Craig yesterday and we were recording it um, 
as well. But no, when I was trying to like work out how many puppeteers they had going right. on because there's some quick changes which yeah. require more than one person. There's an awful lot of people involved in Up putting in there, that show. Yeah, crawling around that show in the on. attic. Yeah. You do know they could just take the puppet off their hand and put another one on, right? It, Not you're spoiling the magic. I don't want to ruin it. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, there's a Miss Piggy quick change in there. That <laughs> yeah, it's more than one person involved. All right. Maybe they're just using both arms. I don't know. There's only <laughs> one Miss Piggy. There is. All right. Let's move on to Rapid Fire. And we're going to start with Teresa. What Ooh. do we got for Rapid Fire? Oh, okay. Teresa? I got a good one. Let me find it. <laughs> we'll be the judge of that. Third parking garage plan for Disney Springs. Yeah, that is a good one. According to a post on Disboards, a new parking garage and pedestrian bridge is planned for Disney Springs. The post says that the plans for the third garage <coughs> were approved by the Reedy Creek Improvement District. Who will own and operate the building? You happy about that? You reading my? Don't read my paper here. Okay, it will be located near the Casting and Speedway parking lots, across from Disney Springs, seats? and accommodate two thousand cars for guests. It is weird sitting in this seat between Why? you two. It's for freaking all of me us. out for all of us. Okay, We're, I lost my place. <laughs> uh, like the current parking garages, this one will feature the overhead lighting system that lets drivers know which spaces are open. Do we know where this garage is going to go? I just told you. Yes. And again, <laughs> I don't know what cruise ship I was on two it's months ago. Be around, I think I know. <laughs> the parking garage is going to be around the uh, gas station and the casting building in that area. There, I can't say the exact specifics. But. And they're going to have a bridge that goes across Buena <laughs> Vista Drive, have? a pedestrian bridge. So it's going to be across the street. Yes. Oh, yeah. No one's going to want to park there. Exactly. I work, love the, I work love will the begin on the garage. project in 2017, yeah. and it will be completed. By 2019, Maybe. we are we are slowly coming around to Disney Springs as the walls push back and you get more space out there. For, for a while, it was very very claustrophobic, but now it feels like oh, it feels like oh, no, I it really does. It also it. it's taken me a while. I don't like not knowing where I am at Disney Springs. I mean, I knew downtown Disney and the West Side like the back of my hand. I mean, you just knew where to go. And we were there the other night, and parts of our party were lost. And you think. It's just an odd feeling, but the more I get to know it, I the better it. I guess it gets. I enjoy it mainly, you know, with all the changes, of course, but, you know, the parking. The parking garages are great. We, yeah. Julie was driving the other day, and, you know, we, we get to that point off of I-4, and it gives you an option between parking garage and surface. She's like, are we parking in the surface or parking garage? Like, are you crazy? Of course the garage. Garage, not parking yeah. this heat. You know how hot it is outside? I love um, it. Yeah, but it, it it's so convenient. Though I did get a... I went over there with Kelvin the other day to um, have lunch, and he popped my bubble. The plants hanging in the parking garage aren't real. I just assumed mm. they were all real. They're fake. <laughs> okay, so I've had enough said, parking boiling the magic <laughs> to last me Poor quite a while. Bubble. I never want to go again. <laughs> I know. I just had to look away when I see them. Now. I could not believe this took this long to talk about parking garages. <laughs> Up next, we have Kevin. Kevin, what is your rapid fire? Disney Visa has a new design for your card. You can get a BB-8 card. How excited are you about this? I am. I'm more excited that the card that they used as an example has one of our listeners' names on it. Lee White. Look, your name's on the card they used. Do you think that's his real card and that's his real number? So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. wow. Let's use it. Do you think we can charge Lee White's card? Yeah, I don't <laughs> think that's real. You can also get Sorcerer, Mickey, the Castle, Tinkerbell, Yoda. <laughs> you can get a blue one that just says Disney on it. You can get uh, Donald, Goofy, and Mickey. You can get one of them Frozen Girls. Uh, <laughs> one of, the, one of them Frozen Girls. It's a big Mickey balloon, or you could get Darth Vader. Which which El, which frozen girl is that? Is That's that Elsa? Elsa. Elsa. You can have Elsa. 
The first. It sounds like a Golden Girls like hybrid. I like the BB-8. I think he's cute. My visa says Visa on it. Just saying. (laughs) All right. Thank you, Kevin. Oliver. Hello, uh, my rapid fire is. You've been here a while. You don't have to say hello. <laughs> no, sorry, I was forty minutes up. into the show. We know <laughs> you're sitting there. <laughs> I didn't know how to start. Um, no, my. We don't usually fire. let him talk. <laughs> Go it's, ahead, uh, we're waiting. It's still Muppet related. It's the Muppet Mobile Lab. Uh, that's a very old thing, actually, but it's reappeared again at Epcot. So, uh, for those of you watching, you can see a photo of it. It's a uh, remote control controlled uh how would you describe it it's, it's a like free a, roaming audio animatronic that is go. essentially a segue topped off with dr bunsen honeydew mm-hmm. and beaker it's push on steroids beaker it is <laughs> but they do fun things and lucky and the they, dinosaur and they, do they, garbage in it. It. they do talk <laughs> so beakers oh i love me some beaker. yeah they will interact with the crowd they do a lot of fun things they will show you uh they'll do a lot of like sciencey stuff in front of you take you on a little trip around the world using science um it's just a lot of fun it's not educational at all so don't be tricked into thinking it's uh going to be but no it's um no it's just it's it's cool it attracts crowds and the i'm not a muppets fan and i love this i will go and watch this again it was so much fun he's just like he's not a muppets how does he get along with craig i don't know what that i would have gone with rhino he said he's not a muppet fan i just i can't i don't know it's not a big thing in england it's like just we see the muppets christmas carol at christmas and then that's about it you probably make fun of it So for people who don't know, uh, Muppet Mobile Lab is also part of the character initiative, the living character initiative. So if you remember Lucky the Dinosaur from way back in the day, mm-hmm. uh, that was the first like moving around animatronic by itself and can actually interact with you and... You know, I won't ruin how the magic happens, but yeah, there's... Wally was out for... I think Wally's Wally in Asia. Wally was there for a little bit. Technically, it even so branches totally. off in, like, Turtle Talk with Crush and Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. That is also <laughs> living characters where your favorite characters can actually hear and respond to you, so... We um, used to have Divine. Oh, the Divine's still there. The drag queen. She's still there. She's still there <laughs> creeping people out. Oh, I miss Divine the drag queen. But Muppet Mobile Lab Bob is definitely her. the coolest of all the ones they've done uh, it cool. it shows its age in person like it it looks old and rickety but it's, it doesn't look bad though they've like i think they've maintained it very well and done some upkeep on it it's yeah i was quite impressed when you told me how old it was it's about 12 years old isn't it it came out it's in 2007 old. so it's nine years old nine years old okay that's old yeah. that's not old they don't teach math in england Be- you know beaker looks good that's all i care it's because his their time is in pounds. It is. It is. If you do want to catch stone, it, stone. How many stone do you weigh? Quick. I, I'm not saying that live oh. on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Teresa, never ask a lady her age <laughs> or, her, or ask about her stones. <laughs> her weight. Uh. All right. Thank you, Oliver. Moving on to Corey. Did Lucy teach you nothing? <laughs> All right. Um, there's been a change in the bus service from Walt Disney World Resorts to Typhoon Lagoon Water Park. Guests now need to take a bus to Disney Springs and then get on a shuttle to Typhoon Lagoon. The service will be available 45 minutes before Typhoon Lagoon opens and one hour after closing. Also, to get to Blizzard Beach, you need to take a bus to Animal Kingdom and then get a shuttle to the water park. Like, the bus services don't suck already. <laughs> I was just going to say. And then you're on the bus in your wet bathing suit. Sweaty, sandy. Oh, my God. Oh. So what's the point of this? Plane, train, and automobiles. Shanghai. Um, I haven't... <laughs> Thanks, Shanghai. Shanghai. <laughs> what's the point I, of Shanghai? I don't... I, I don't know. I, I just... I hate 
you know, anytime they, they make you jump through hoops is there to a get bus from shortage? one location. No, have you driven around there lately? You're behind 85 buses going one mile an hour. Well, maybe it's a scheduling thing. It, whatever it is, I think it's. Can you let this go and we can we move on? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure so, it out. So that's what you need to do. So be prepared <laughs> or catch a cab that's probably going to be better. Uber. Let's I took a cab from Animal Kingdom yeah, to Animal Kingdom Lodge. Yeah, I know. You left us standing Lodge. there in the well, heat. There, there was like 25 You never people. said, Teresa, would you like to come with me in my Uber? Yeah, no. Could, you no, just left it, me it was, standing there in the heat with 500 cab. other agents. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought I'd let that go, but I guess I had. <laughs> <laughs> okay, come on. We could, I, I, I couldn't pick much, favorites. I don't know how much longer I can pretend to get. The care. hurricane is coming. <laughs> Game is coming. Winter is coming. All right. Thank you, Corey. Uh, Rhino, how about your rapid fire? Okay. Uh, so, Deadline.com is reporting that um, there is over at ABC a new drama with connections to the Disney theme parks being developed right now. Um, and there's not really anything known with it other than it's going to be tied to the theme parks mythology, which I have no idea what that means. It could be a period piece, and it's about. When Walt was trying to build the park, maybe it could take place nowadays and just be about like the life of living around the theme park. I don't know. The drama. I I think it would be cool if it was like right when he was building Disneyland and it was about that, you know, and tied that stuff in. But who knows? It's got some people who worked on Agent Carter and the short-lived Resurrection show. So two shows that weren't show. on for very long, but they're promoting it like these two people are gonna. I don't Save know. television. Yeah, so so we'll see. I, we'll see if it makes it through. Though it seems like if it it there's no way it can actually take place in a theme park, other than on special occasions, because it would cost like way too much money to film that on a regular basis. I feel like and cause a lot of uh, headache for anyone involved in that. Just do could, green screen. You know, are they green screen or re- reproduce interiors? We watched That's the Tina show last night where they crashed the Hindenburg. Anything's possible. I think it should be oh, I want to watch that all show. about how families hate each other when they come to Disney World. <laughs> I think so, too. Because, yeah. like, yes, yesterday, whenever we were in the – we were at Sunshine Seasons, and a little kid walked right into my camera and hit it with their face – that's what you get for not paying attention where you're walking. That's what you I'm said like, to him? No, that's what the dad said to him. It's oh. like That's good parenting. It's like, telling wow. You. That is good parenting. <laughs> I mean, it's just... Did he get a smack upside the head? Families <laughs> just yell at each other when they're at Walt Disney the, the, World. John and I walk through the park screaming, happiest place on earth! <laughs> oh, it's drama at its best. It could be like a day in the life of someone in the park when they're all... Right? You need to let things go. Really? <laughs> Just I have an appointment later this afternoon. <laughs> it's like some cast member drama. Where just following the lives of cast members. Teresa needs lessons in when the bit's over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or somebody to talk to at the welcome center. going to point out all the fake plans, <laughs> All right. Let Thank it go. Let you, it go. Rhino. Craig, what about your rapid fire? No rapid fire for me, but I can talk oh. about the uh, 45th anniversary night right now if you'd like. Excellent. Yeah, so we're going to talk about all the great things we got a chance to do this week at Walt Disney World. Um, we already talked about the Muppet Show, so I don't think there's anything else we want to talk about that or into no. that. I'm done. Okay, I got right, nothing. Yes, making sure Teresa's all questioned out. So yeah, tell us about the 45th anniversary celebration. Yeah, so of course, October 1st, this past Saturday, was the, the big day. Walt Disney World and the Magic Kingdom turned 45, and uh, of course, there had to be a big celebration, and by that, uh, there was basically nothing at all. So they, they <laughs> said that, of course, they were going to have some uh, some limited merchandise and stuff like that, uh, you know, I was here, um, things like that. The one thing they really did promote was that there was going to be a special ceremony in the morning, and... 
boy was it special uh, <laughs> you know all the characters were there on hand to uh, debut the amazing fantastic 45th anniversary banner uh, if you can't see it hanging that's because when they went to do the big reveal it unfolded just like about probably two feet on the left side of the banner and the right side didn't drop at all <laughs> somebody, somebody commented on the on the YouTube video they said damn it banner you had one job or something you know it's like, <laughs> um, it, it was so hilarious and then George Calagridis came out and spoke about how you know something big's coming for the 50th not ready to announce it yet but uh, you full know. banner <laughs> I'm sorry well, a five year tease I'm going to lose interest oh, again gosh. then the best part is after the show's over and they all go away then they start lowering the banner and finally unroll it everyone goes wild so then they raise it back up and it's up for maybe five minutes max and then they just take it down and it's gone uh, um, so oh, it didn't stay up all day nope no, that's crazy. It's a, the banner what was a waste of down. making. It, why even make the banner? It's that property th- control already. Yeah, all it would be is a big really? public park connection embarrassment <laughs> reminder. Uh, it was, was. Was there anything else in this in the opening? Was there a song dance number? Yeah, or was um, they had some cast members come out and do a, uh, a reimagined, updated version of "When You Wish Upon a Star," which it's it's worth watching. Uh, the whole, I mean, the ceremony was very cute, uh, but. It was literally ten minutes, and then it was over. Uh, there was there was other minor festivities happening along the day. Casey's had a uh, a special hot dog that for the mm, day, the forty fifth um, anniversary soda. celebration we hot watched dog. Him, we watched Craig eat it with yeah one hand. If you uh, want to see something <laughs> entertaining, go uh, to our channel that you're watching this on now after the show and watch me devour a hot dog. Uh, Really disgusting. There was a, a sick. They did not run out of cupcakes, from what I understand. Well, tell us about the hot dog. It sounded good. What oh, made it but, tell, but tell us about it slowly. Yes. Well, <laughs> the hot dog. I know. Let me see your hands. <laughs> you don't want okay. to go Rhino. Okay, let's go over the deets Isn't there on the dog. Is a video you could watch? I have a brownie to open. <laughs> there. Uh, <laughs> it was a foot long. Oh, you've got my A big, thick foot long. It was topped with hash browns. It was topped with bacon. It was topped with onion straws. And then it was topped with a spicy ranch. I believe I said spicy mayo in the video, but um, it's... And the internet lost its mind, And they did. Yeah, I was the worst. I don't think anyone pointed it out. But it it was just massive. It was only around for that one day, and it was absolutely wonderful. And anyone who didn't get the chance to have it... Well, you're much healthier because of it, but what did it cost? How much was it? It was ten twenty nine for the dog alone, twelve twenty nine if you wanted fries or apple slices. Priceless for that video. Yes, yes. No, it was worth much more than that. Uh, they also had the special. Was 45th. it good? Did yes, you it like was. It? it was very yeah. good. It was it was very some excitement. Yeah, I, I, it had hash browns on it. How could it be before? bad? My 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 body's still trying to cooperate with it. <laughs> um, it's it was very. This is the most animated he's been all morning. I like, this is impressive. Because yeah, he was saying bad things to us earlier. I, I was I was sweating for days Talking after about it. Food, yeah. So yeah, the cupcake. It was. Is this slow six, right now? Six dollars for the, the cupcake. It came in choices of vanilla with red frosting and chocolate with blue frosting. Yeah. And they're staining colors. It was, and like literally, they did not go any crazy with it. They put a 45th anniversary white chocolate piece right on top of it, 
and two Oreos is like kind of Mickey ears, and then the that red frosting, it. and that was it. It was, it. it was the most bland cupcake I have ever had. Yes, it was moist. It, it was a good cupcake in terms of was it made properly, but if Disney was trying to show their creativity, they really lost on that one. Was it, it dry was, or moist? It he was, said it the word, moist. Corey. He oh, already oh, said oh. it. He said the word. Jeez. Where What's were you? Word? Oh, moist. <laughs> I, moist. I didn't know if he said moist yet. How moist, moist was it? <laughs> I, I would say it was probably moist as a good piece of fried chicken. It was as moist <laughs> as a wet cave. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm struggling this with this works. Somebody say it slowly for me. Moist. <laughs> <laughs> Are <laughs> 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 moist and damp? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, those are same neighborhoods. Just for don't me. say ointment. <laughs> Craig, I've got a question about the cupcake. Was yes, it, sir. Was it thick? Uh, was it a thick cupcake? He already oh, said sh- the hot dog was. No, the, the cupcake. Another one of his tricks. So the the, the, the cupcake think? itself wasn't like an oversized cupcake. It was no. a regular cupcake. Oh, yeah, it, well, they made they put so much frosting and crap onto it that it seemed to be oversized. That's what made but it, it moist. really wasn't. Um, it's like a locker room in here. But oh wait, there's some gays in here. So I don't know what's, how locker room it, it is. Is it a locker room? Disney needs to figure out <laughs> their cupcake game. Are you having like a she just trails off. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Teresa really is having I'm her own sorry. show. I'm sorry. Can I just... I'm <laughs> ready. Tell us more about the 45th celebration. Surely there must be more than that. Uh, they gave out a special map and oh. some what did it have buttons. Button. What on the map? It's just like a regular map. But did if you folded it out, then it would show... Um, it would have the same the logo that they used on that banner that didn't... Oh, my God. <laughs> um, so nice little keepsake up. memento. And then the button that also had that image from the banner. Uh, Which I like the... The button was cute. Yeah. I no, the it button, cute. it was really weird, because at the beginning of the morning, they were yelling, like, take take one, take one, only one, only one. They and then by that. the end of the day, there was this old guy just standing out there, right. take them, take them, get them off me. Yeah. Um, it happens every time they give out buttons. They're, like, stingy when you first get there. And yeah. the end of the day, they, well, came, they, they gotta, have boxes of them that they need out. Got to control um, it. There was a special pin. I saw. The yeah, it was. There was. I mean, oh, they yeah, made yeah. a whole bunch of special merchandise for it that's still available. I believe it will be available through the the year. Um, but the, there was limited stuff. There was a limited vinyl. There was a limited magic band. A limited pin that did sell out. Then limited T-shirts and annual pass holder T-shirts as well. So they they did try to. Do like a little a bit of cleverness. Two hour wait at the Emporium. Was yeah, it? I heard it rumors was, the lines were very long for merchandise. So it, it 45 was. is a big year? What are they going to do at 50 <clears throat> if this, they blew it all out at 45? They blew I'm all this con- I'm sure this is considered a blowout. Oh, Cup- this was. This Cupcakes was, and a pin are not a blowout. Right, I think we're having fun with it, Teresa. This is a joke. Yes. We're joking that it wasn't a big thing. I understand that, okay. John. Because you're acting like you didn't. You said the pin sold out fast? Yeah. Now, it, was there one pin? Because I know I know David Zanola. He was looking for one, but he was able to buy it online. Like, yeah, that one that one's avail- that should be available the entire event. If it's marked forty five, they're they're. I believe they're going to celebrate the forty fifth throughout the actual there year. It was probably it's an I was stay there. Around. Usually they have okay. one pin yes. that says I was there. And that was the that was event. the only one that was that stuff said I was there, and it was available that day. I believe some of the stuff you can still buy since they didn't sell out of it, but. That pin sold out. And I'm like, pretty sure you could get it on eBay for a couple dollars yeah, more. Sure. So yeah. overall, it sounds like you were disappointed in what they did for 45 years. Yeah, I mean, it, there there was a disappointment in how they chose to celebrate it. However, there was an energy running throughout the entire park, knowing that you were there on the 45th. I'm sure this it was 
kind of similar to how it was for you guys at the 60th at Disneyland, but obviously much more heightened, much bigger deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but I sat near Dick excited. Van Dyke. What's that? Yeah, I sat near Dick Van Dyke. Yeah, no, it's, we didn't have any special celebrities. I mean, unless you want to call, count George Caligridis as one, but uh, yeah, it was it was lackluster to say the least. But it was I think cool as, to be there. I think as fans, we're always excited about an anniversary. Mm-hmm. Every year is a big deal for us because it's Walt Disney World. But I can understand why they don't want to go full out for 45. Hopefully 50 will be so awesome and so moist oh, that we will just a c- incredible time. Because a pink castle, maybe. maybe. They'll make it a cake again. Oh, yeah, maybe they'll maybe. make it a cake again. All right. Every 25 years, yeah. you think? <laughs> Thank you, Craig, for that. I appreciate it. Uh, Up next, uh, Kevin and I are going to talk real quick, mini review, sort of, of our um, experience at Art Smith's, Chef Art Smith's Homecoming at Disney Springs. This is the first time we've had a chance to eat there. Tell us what you thought, Kevin. First of all, I thought the space was beautiful. I love the way it was decorated. It appeals very much to my decorating sensibility. I love the fact that it was uh, open and bright. I find sometimes a lot of Disney restaurants seemed a little closed and off. This whole thing is windows. Like right. Two-thirds of it is windows. Uh, there were five of us. We ordered a bunch of stuff. Stuff? Stuff. <laughs> we ordered a bunch of stuff to share. We had a, a bunch of hush puppies. We had the church lady deviled eggs, and we had the Jasper board. Uh, hang on. You're going real fast. Can we see some you of You told me we were going to do this quick. Well, we at least want to see the pictures. Why don't give in, take, choose an item. I'll show it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you want to start with the puppies. Choose an item. Let's, go. Let's start with the puppies. It came with pimento uh, cheese and a red pepper jam, <clears throat> both of which were delicious. The puppies were moist uh. and thick uh. <laughs> and damp. Oh, the, the puppies were moist and had a little bit of jalapeno in them, but everybody loved them. They went really quickly. I'm not a hush puppy fan because I usually find it's just fried, yeah. deep fried, mm-hmm. dry stuff. I thought these were delicious. The puppies were $9. We then had the church lady deviled eggs. I am a fan of deviled eggs. I thought these were great. Surprisingly, usually when people make deviled eggs, they have them. I was just these about, are yeah. pretty much like the whole egg except with just a little bit of top off, and they fill it all the way down. There were six... And they were ten ninety or ten dollars. Excuse me. They had they were delicious. I can't say anything about them. The little thing they served them in was really cute too. Yeah. We also had something called the Jasper board. The Jasper board was uh, assortment of pimento cheese, smoked sausage, shaved ham, bread and butter pickles, and candied pecans. This was fifteen dollars. We thought this was expensive, but we ate everything except the pattern on the board. <laughs> yeah, we really liked it. The only negative I had to say about this was they served a sausage with it that I felt shouldn't have been served cold. You know, some sausage is good cold. This was very fatty, so it was kind of a little off-putting. But other than that, everything was good. I expensive. think you have pictures of everything. We also ordered the cheddar drop biscuits. Those are good. They were very good. However, if you've ever had Red Lobsters or Kathleen Bobbitt, John's assistant, Theirs are better. These were okay. These did not, these did not overwhelm. Uh, we made the mistake of ordering Addie Mae's chicken and dumpling soup and entrees, thinking this was going to come out as a cup because it's $7. This was a huge bowl of soup. 
It was delicious. It was described as chicken pot pie filling flavored. Um, it was very good. This was very good. If you were looking for an inexpensive meal at Disney, you could order an appetizer and a bowl of soup, and I think that would probably be enough for most people. It was a big bowl. We ordered this thinking we were going to get a cup of soup and wanted to try it. If we went back, I think we would order differently. We would order appetizers, a cup of the soup, and then John and I might split an entree because this is a bunch of food. The next thing we ordered, uh, one in our group had the fried catfish sandwich, a brioche bun uh, with uh, hot sauce aioli, shaved lettuce and tomatoes served with house-made barbecue chips. Kathleen upgraded from barbecue chips to the macaroni and cheese. Macaroni and cheese is good. It is. Macaroni and cheese We all tried everybody else's, and the macaroni and cheese was phenomenally popular, and it's a huge serving. Where's the beef? My one only question. <laughs> I don't understand what that It's on the bun next to the mac and cheese. No, that was catfish. Oh. Where's the meat? Oh, well, we, we might get there. Um, here's the deal. Uh, Kathleen enjoyed it very much. I thought it was very good. I don't know if I would get catfish there, but it was okay. The next, uh, Val had the fried chicken sandwich. Nope. Jeff had the fried chicken sandwich. Jeff had the fried chicken sandwich. <laughs> this makes a difference. It was uh, buttermilk brined for 24 hours and double-battered, dressed with shaved lettuce, tomato, and bread and butter pickles. Mm. Jeff got the... What did he get? The barbecue, the homemade barbecue chips drizzled with icebox dressing. Basically ranch dressing. They were delicious. They were very, very good. Again, very, very much like what he had. Val had the shrimp and grits. Florida shrimp are pan-seared with tasso ham gravy and served over creamy Bradley's grits with a side of KC greens. She liked that? She did, very much. that. The grits were awesome. She loved it. I mean, I'm not a grits person. That says something. No one at the table knew what Bradley's grits were. We didn't know if Bradley was a person or a brand. I'm sure someone out there will know and tell us. And there you go. (laughs) Uh, John had, I tell you what, I'm going to do mine. I had the Hamilton. I had a lunch counter style. Did it wrap? Lunch counter style with two burger patties on thick sliced bread topped with white cheddar, grilled onions, bread and butter pickles, and mm. a tomato served okay. with a side of chow chow relish and house made barbecue chip. Chow It was not on the side. The chow chow relish was on the burger already. I thought the chips were really good. They were drizzled with ranch dressing, but they are homemade. This was a huge burger. I think, as I said, if we were going to do this again, we might order the appetizers and the soup and then split this burger. And in my opinion, you won. I thought this was incredible. I liked Such it a great a deal. Burger. Reasonably um, priced, I thought, compared to everything else on the menu. I would so, go for that, yeah. It was really good. John did, had... Did you guys say you went for lunch or dinner? Does the menu change? A, it's the same menu for lunch yeah, okay. and dinner. And we were sort of in an in-between time. It was like 4 o'clock. Okay. There was a great deal of hype about how we might not have been able to get a reservation later yeah the place was not that crowded yeah. i don't know why it was we were every told. time i've been i've walked right in yeah no reservation john got the mm. i can't find the, the write-up for it john got the fried chicken entree which is their signature dish it was mas- mashed potatoes and fried chicken that had been brined for 24 hours and then run around the building and then they put flour on it and <laughs> right, they fried it again. they massaged it a little bit. And then bit. they massaged it and then they took it out to dinner. <laughs> it, there was a whole long story about what happened to the chicken. John's opinion, it was very... Do you want me to do it? It was good. It was very good. It was certainly not worth $26. Ooh. And also, I think you can get better chicken at Publix. So... 
I don't believe that this is worth the money. I didn't believe it was that spe- spectacular that I had to have it. However, it was very delicious. It Art was, Smith will not allow you to bring your Publix fried chicken in with you. Right, exactly. <laughs> he frowns upon that. So when we look back at the entrees that we had, I felt like I ordered this specifically because it's in one of those little boxes on top of the menu and it's a special item. And I thought, well, you got to try their special item. It just wasn't worth that much money for me. You could eat better for a lot less. I have a question. Um, I see some of the dishes come with chips. Are they are they cool about switching that out? Yeah, Valor, chips, um, like Kathleen upgraded to the mac and cheese. Yeah. Yeah. Pay a difference in price for. Some I think it was a dollar extra. Okay, yeah. yeah. So no, um, she didn't get her chips at all. I got the chips because I wanted to try. Oh, and I had a side of the green beans cooked in. Um, Oil and vinegar and bacon and onions. They were very good. Oh my gosh, they were delicious. The, the um, Yo, I would go greens I've yeah. got too. Like they got uh, collard greens or something that are really good too. And the nice part is the sides, while not huge, you can definitely share them. Yeah, we did. Everybody had a taste of all the sides. We um, there was a bottle of wine on our table. It was red. I paid no attention to what Let's it talk was. Talk about the desserts. And uh, Jeff ordered a beer. I don't remember which order it was, but we ordered Auntie's chocolate cake. This was nine dollars, and it was described by the people who ate it as a very good Duncan Hines cake. Right, it was very big. It was a huge piece of cake. It was like Duncan Hines box cake with Duncan Hines frosting. Hmm. Nothing wrong with that. We love a good Duncan Hines cake. However, you don't want it at a restaurant. So it was something that was while it was tasty, and we ate it. It wasn't. Oh my gosh, I have to have it again. Did you get the moonshine cake. We did not. Did not? We oh. also got the hummingbird cake. Okay. This was on the side of the table where Valerie and I were eating it, and we told everybody else at the table that this was horrible and they shouldn't try it. (laughs) This was amazingly good. It was the famous pineapple banana cake with cream cheese frosting from Mm. Art Smith's best-selling cookbook, Back to the Table, and it was served with a scoop of vanilla bean ice cream. I didn't try the vanilla bean ice cream. Kathleen stole that, and it came on, I don't, whatever the fruit of the day gastric was. That's that little squirrely thing at the bottom of under the cake. I don't think that it added anything to it. The cake, the piece of cake was so big that we ended up not finishing it and Val took it home. I'm sure she finished it. Uh, there were five of us. There was, everybody had a soft drink. I think you didn't, but everybody got a soft drink. Jeff got a bottle of beer. Uh, there was a bottle of wine at our table and with the annual pass holder discount, Dinner came to two fifty with the tax added back for five people and the tip wasn't it? On the, t- the tip, I apologize. The tip is added to it, much like tables in Wonderland. So with an eighteen percent gratuity added back in after the twenty percent there and not on alcohol, there was um, about two fifty for five people. So it's like fifty um, bucks a person. Yeah. So they don't take tables; they just the annual pass. They do they take, take tables, but are everybody at the tables. Tables in Wonder that's hard to say. Everybody there, their cards had expired. Oh, okay. We didn't renew them. Right. So we kinda went with, well, let's try the annual pass holder discount and see how good that looks. Now the annual pass holder discount did not cover the beer or no, the wine. Yeah. Right. But it was still I yeah, we, we figured it out to be about fifty dollars a yeah. person. Cover the tip for sure. But um, I will tell you that the only thing that anybody had even the slightest thing that wasn't great was those biscuits. And it weren't that they it weren't. <laughs> <laughs> that they were bad. It weren't. It wasn't that they were bad. They just, everything else was better. Mm-hmm. So I think we would all go back again. I think we ordered too much food this time. But everybody liked everything they had. And again, I think my my problem was that chicken was, just, was too expensive and just wasn't 
spectacular for me. Especially when you've had Publix fried chicken. If you re- if that's what you're comparing it to, and you can get mm-hmm. a whole chicken for nine dollars, mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to see the the. Have you been to the Coop? Yeah, I was going to say there's a really good place in Winter Park called the Coop. Yeah, not it is the sister restaurant to Four Rivers, and it's this fried chicken. The fried chicken is the best fried chicken you'll get in Orlando, and the sides are just like Four Rivers, except slightly better. I'm a Popeyes fan. Better than Four Rivers sides. They've got a they got a fried green tomato BLT there that's amazing. You gotta try good. it. Oh that, yeah, that actually good. there was one of those on the menu at Homecoming. I gotta try that. Yeah, one of the things I will say about this chicken, which I thought was. I don't know why, but it kind of fascinated me was there were no bones. Oh. However, it still looked like a thigh and a breast. Like, I don't know how they did it. Like, you know, mm. when you take the meat out of a chicken, and usually it just looks like a piece of chicken. Yeah. This resembled the pieces it was supposed to look like, but there weren't any bones in it. So that kind of impressed me. Magic. But, you know, I think um, if we had gone back and shared Kevin's burger, I would have been thrilled. His burger was so good. It really was. It was delicious. You're looking who? Somebody was looking for the best burger on property? Yeah. This is my nomination. Oh, okay. All right. So get that in there. We should do a blind fried chicken taste test one day mm. and right? videotape. Could yeah. we do that now? That would be awesome. Yeah. Let's yeah, do that. It's lunchtime yeah. right now, right? right? Let's get five different yeah. drumsticks. Yeah. That could be a new thing. <laughs> yeah. We just got a Four Rivers near our house. All of the Four Rivers in the area are much too far for us to go for a casual dinner. We have eaten in one, but it was because we were there when yeah. it was time to eat. There's one near our house now, but it's um, it's the new thing in town. So everyone, and the lines are ridiculous. We're yeah. going to have to wait until that comes down a little yeah. bit. They do call ahead. So yeah, I don't think they're delivering to St. Cloud. They won't deliver, but they'll do call ahead. So if it's like oh, okay. if the line was an hour outside the door then they'll say okay well order and come pick it up in an hour and you just walk right up to the window and they'll have it ready for you oh wow so just something to keep in mind cool but if you're staying on disney property a lot of people have asked for us to talk about this restaurant so i think you should give it a try i know i watched your guys video on it and you guys weren't thrilled when you went and I ate think there. we had an off honestly I think we had an off experience because I, I really enjoyed the fried green tomatoes I had there I think it just like my salad wasn't good I loved the dessert I had though so like two thirds of it thinking back on it was now, really good we talk about these reviews we've talked about them for, for as long as we've been doing them this is a one shot deal yeah this is not a scientific review we haven't gone back and tried the same thing over and over again yeah this was one shot but there were five of us and again maybe it is a good it's deal. good odds yeah but I've been well, three times and loved it every time. You love it every time. Yeah. Okay, I think we know when it just it had just opened, right? No, no. it was it was it wasn't that long weeks. ago. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm saying that though, it does look like there's been some changes because I I might be wrong. It might just be my mind playing tricks on me. But the, the photo of your hush puppies look different. Yeah, than the it, hush puppies. We ours we did not have Our come with that other so side. It only had the one. And it's funny because I found the hush puppies to be very bland and just and dry. Not, yeah. Yeah, oh, they're not I, moist. They were not, not there was moist. There was no moistness moist in those hush Unmoist, yeah. I think. Uh, um, no, they were actually... It's, one, it's the thing in my head that I crave going back. The little red pepper jelly and the pimento cheese were mm-hmm. really good. The pimento cheese was not there. It was yeah. just the little jelly. And it's funny because we got pimento cheese on the Jasper board, yeah. which was a much different consistency. That was a much thicker... Did you ever have port wine cheese out of the little plastic container from the grocery store? Yeah. It had that consistency. The stuff to spread on the hush puppies was uh, more of a dip. It was a much thinner consistency. The taste was similar, but they were different. And there was one very weird thing about our bill. After the discount was applied, we went through the bill to see exactly what it was applied to. 
and some items didn't have a discount, but then some items had two discounts. Hmm. So I don't know if our waitress was very nice and was giving us a discount on something that was more expensive, or if just, I, I can't imagine she would take the time to do that, or if it was just uh, the way the computer rang up. It was a very weird bill. I was happy with what it came out to be. I can say that our service was really, really she good. Was great. There was There were several drinks on the table, but no one... No one sat there without a drink full. Right. No one liked That's a big drink. judgment for me. If the if the the cup is full again before it's empty, that I'm yeah, super happy. Yeah, she was great. I would happily go back here again. I agree. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll do it for our show. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening and watching at home. Thank you guys here for helping me out as I host. And we hope you join us again next week for another edition of The Diz Unplugged. Bye. Stop watching. Bye. Go home. Go home now. I have to go now. My brownie's gone. <laughs>